0: Welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories, the podcast about writing mini stories that are short and sometimes sweet, just like the half cups of tea that we call cutting chai back home in India. Thanks for tuning in. If you just joined us, I'm Jayati Vora, and this show is for people who like to write, or who want to write but are intimidated, or who haven't done it in a while, or even people who just want a bite-sized story. It sounds scary to call yourself a writer. You know, the writer with a capital W. It can bring up all sorts of insecurities. Who am I to write? I was terrible at writing growing up. I never studied writing formally. We all have these voices in our heads, even me. And I spent 15 years editing other people's writing. But writing a mini-story doesn't have to be scary. First of all, it's just 50 to 100 words long. That's the length of my coronavirus era grocery list or the description of the next show I plan to binge watch on Netflix. Come on, you can do this! And I want to help you. I'm going to share what I've written, I'm going to give you some tips for writing, and a writing prompt to hopefully spark some ideas in you. Now, two weeks ago when we began social distancing here in New York, lots of people began comparing what we're going through now to movies like Contagion or I Am Legend. You know, the Will Smith movie with the zombies? It got me to thinking... What if we actually were locked down? Like, totally locked down for the rest of 2020. What might happen in the world once we were allowed to come out? I wanted to imagine what that first day of freedom might look like. So this is the mini-story I wrote. At 12.01, on Jan 1st, the ball wasn't dropping in Times Square. There was no champagne. But anticipation exploded like a cork shooting up in the air. All at once, locks around the world clicked open. The children streamed out like sardines, finding each other in schools in the dark. The adults ventured out more gingerly, seeming afraid of what they would find. They touched each other skin to skin and danced survival on the wet earth. As dawn broke on a new world, everyone sheltered together under the pinkening sky. That was what I wrote. And the prompt I gave inspired a few writers to write their own mini-stories around it. One of them gave me permission to share hers here. This story is by Reina Javeri, a Boston-based musician and television chef. Thanks, Reina, for sharing your story. After the Apocalypse It's time. It's here. The day we've all been waiting for. The day the iron lifts. The doors open. I expect there will be crowds in the street. A spontaneous party. Cheers and whoops and body-wrenching sobs and songs of freedom. I imagine all this happening from the corner of the room in which I am crouched, naked and stinking, save for a mouldy blanket. I hear the click of the latch, the stampede of feet. I stay still, silent, safe, in the arms of my beloved prison. Wasn't that great? I love how one prompt was interpreted in two entirely different ways. Now, here are some writing tips for you. In both mini-stories, there was a fair amount of description, right? Look at the words. In mine, the verbs are not just telling you what is happening, but also how it's happening. So the children aren't just coming out or running out or walking out. They're streaming out, like sardines. And when they find each other, they are in schools. That's a play on words like schools of fish. There's also the use of contrasts in the reaction of children and adults. Reina too uses contrasts, though she uses it in a surprising way. There's the expectation of cheers and partying and joy. There's the visual of where the speaker is, crouched, naked, stinking, save for a moldy blanket. You see this interplay, this, you know, sort of juxtaposition between the outside and the inside. There's the expectation of cheers and the moldy blanket of the speaker. And then there's a second level or a repetition of this juxtaposition. So first there was the expectation and then there's what actually happens. So that's the central conceit, the central idea, right? The seesaw uh, is representing friendship. And the up and down motion is normal. It's natural. That's how a seesaw works, right? For one side to go up, the other side has to go down. So this story like Trishna's, also has an unexpected twist. When the right side was content to keep taking from the left side, when the right side didn't give back, eventually the left side realizes that it can't find what it is looking for in that relationship. And the twist there is that within the bounds of what it can do, being a seesaw and fixed to the other side, it makes a decision and it decides to build a friendship with the ground instead. Now, even with the spareness of the language, right, it's super simple. All of the words are conveying something. No, n- None of the words is there just to describe anything. So it's super plot driven. But still, the choice of words is conveying something more. So for instance, there's the repetition of the word up three times. You could say up just once. But when you say up, 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 You don't get that sense of selfishness, right? It's just not the same. The right side is not asking to go up once, but again and again. Glass or rain outside. But she doesn't just tell us that the window is dirty. She calls it flecked. And that gives you that mental picture. So those were our many stories. Hopefully... That will help you train your eye to catch the use of evocative detail from now on. For your writing prompt, and I'm going to end with this. For your writing prompt, I have this. Stuck at home as we are, I am sure that food is on all our minds. How to buy everything we need in a single outing to the grocery store, meal planning, what to do when the lines are out the door, or your favorite ingredients are out of stock. So I'd like to think about recipes. It could be a physical recipe with ingredients and instructions. Or feel free to just use the idea of a recipe as a jumping off point and interpret it loosely. If this inspires you to write your own mini-story, I hope you'll share it with me at cuttingchaistories@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's cuttingchai-stories C-H-A-I, at gmail.com. And if you'd like to join the conversation in another forum, I'm also on Facebook with the group Mini Story Open Mic. Join me there. We'll be kicking off a Facebook challenge soon, a five-day live challenge, and I'd love for you to join me. Stay safe, take care of each other, and try new recipes. I'll see you next Thursday.